Upside Chat for the 1st of February, 2023. We've got a good show. As always, we're talking Pomelo lore and Pomelo Season 4 analysis. We've got a new app demo from June showing off his BitCash app Soft Lunch. Soft Launch. We've got the ENF quarterly report that is fresh off the presses, just published a few moments ago. We got Eve in the house with us today. He's going to be talking a bit about uh, the podcast he did called The Bit, which is by Bittrex, and also the upcoming feature AMA with Binance. So that's exciting. We've got a Yield Plus update for everyone. We've got more content around IBC, around instant finality. We've got some tech updates for the techies out there. Dune version 1.1 was released. And then, of course, we've got community questions, which is now a form that you guys can fill out. If you're not able to join us live, you can fill out that form and, you know, we'll ask your questions live for you. And, of course, wrapping it up with the open mic like we do every single week. All right. My name is Stefan. I'm one of the co-founders of EOS Nation. We're currently a top-ranked blog producer on EOS and Antelope Chains. And as always, I'm excited to be your host today. So we're switching it up a bit for the intro. Um, we're going to be talking EOS marketing, actually, and getting Brandon Lovejoy to do the intro speech today. But first, let me set the stage up for him a little bit. So this was a, this topic, you know, has been brought up, EOS marketing, many times in the history of EOS. Um, and it was brought up again this week in the ENF Telegram chat. And so I thought it was actually a good time to dive a bit deeper into what's going on. So, you know, the question, where is uh, the EOS marketing? So that's a good question. It's a valid one. This time the question is aimed at the ENF specifically. So we're going to be talking about what ENF is doing in terms of EOS marketing. So after a bit of discussion in that chat, Brandon came in actually and dropped a great message on the topic, which I've invited him to share for this intro in just a little bit. Of course, the EOS community as a whole is, att is attempting the most Herculean sentiment reversal and comeback in crypto history, and everyone has their role to play in this EOS marketing effort, right? The builders, the app developers, the content creators, the active community members, the memers, the Discord show emoji spammers, the social media warriors, and the EOS Network Foundation leaders. Everyone has a role to play, and but for right now, we'll be focusing on specifically the ENF's role in this. Uh, so Brandon gave me some good con gave some good context yesterday or in recently in the chats about the size of the marketing team at the ENF, and you know highlighting that for example uh, the ENF chief marketing officer Patty came on board just six months ago. Winfred, the ENF senior growth marketing manager, came on board two point five months ago, and. Um, yeah, in total, there's five people on the marketing team and four on the communications, uh, you know, at ENF that are working, you know, on stuff that could be considered EOS marketing. So with that said, I'd like to invite Brendan to the stage and uh, share the comment that you left for the community a few days ago on Telegram. All right. Thanks, Steph. And uh, yeah, glad to be here. The teams... The teams of the ENF are working tirelessly to orchestrate the epic comeback, the epic EOS comeback everyone here is dreaming of, but it will take us a while longer to execute on a coherent marketing strategy than the few months we've had as a team to get our hands around the highly interconnected set of brands and relationships that we're managing. Consider how fast things have been moving, 
EOS has hard forked to its own code base and declared independence. The Antelope Coalition was born. The ENV was initiated. We are advancing on many fronts simultaneously with a relatively lean team, especially for crypto. I know we have all waited years for this, myself included, and I'm not here to fill you all with empty promises or more marketing like we've never seen before or soon, trademark. But we will deliver. We won't stop until we have. Everyone at the ENF is moving in unison for the benefit of the EOS network. However, there are only so many of us to go around, and we're overcoming a lot. Many of us at the ENF begin our days every day in the early morning and are still communicating here and working on content, operations, development, marketing, and more until late in the evenings. We're here on weekends, too. We're building towards the epic comeback, but we're still laying the foundations. Help us amplify the content we produce and all the good news you read about in third-party media and know that we are fighting for every inch of ground that we gain. The further we go, the more visible our efforts will be. Thanks to everyone for your support, encouragement, and understanding. Please get involved if you aren't already through Promelo or Direct Grants, <clears throat> Eden, or the forthcoming Haifa DAO Toolkit. We have so much potential. Let's show the world. It's going to take all of us. And I would like to invite up to the mic Patty Fisher, if she's in the house. Patty, are you with us? I am. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Thank you for that introduction. That was great. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, a couple of things resonated uh, with me as you were going through that. And, and really, um, it's been six months, and it's been a long six months, but um, there's so much more to do. Uh, and so uh, I'll, I'll just give you a recap. I mean, just starting with um, the, the team. So the marketing organization uh, right now is me and five individuals that have come on in less than three months. Uh, and uh, these individuals are, are very talented and proven in their areas. And so I'm excited for, uh, to have them join um, our mission here, uh, working closely, of course, with the comms team, Zach and Brandon and, and Liam. Um, but just to give you a sense of what that makeup of the team is, um, uh, I've got Valerie Sindel, who's uh, our digital marketing lead, uh, and she's been focused since she's gotten in, uh, to the to the ENF on revamping and retooling our website, making sure that uh, the narrative is there, that the experience is there, and it reflects all of the great work that we're doing. Uh, and so, uh, for Valerie, uh, she's been she started, uh, I believe, in November, but already has been able to accomplish a lot of things, including making sure we're GDP GDPR compliant, um, that we have ADA uh, uh, accessibility on the site, that we've got cookie and privacy management on the site, uh, that we have the right tracking uh, to be able to, uh, to optimize for, for um, you know, findability and for traffic. Um, and uh, also, you know, we have uh, tools that gives us better insight onto who's coming and, and what the what they're doing. Um, so, in just that short period of time, uh, we've been able to, uh, you know, have some really good quick wins. There, we have a roadmap uh, for the next ninety days that you will 
we'll see more tangible, I think, output in terms of uh, the website and the experience there. Um, but, you know, our mission for, for that, even just the digital website, um, you know, we've set forth is to, to make sure that we are um, driving the experience that we need, um, that, um, you know, the narrative is, is reflective inside and out, um, that we are um, providing a, a, an area where the community um, has uh, we actually, we have an opportunity to, to collaborate and showcase the stories of the community and the projects on the network um, and, and the partners that we're you know, engaged with and how we're growing it there um, and making sure that um, it also is a hub for um, transparency and reporting and announcements and news and governance. And, and it becomes that, uh, you know, um, EOS hub for information for folks that um, are new to to the community and um, that we want to make sure we drive more engagement to. Um, also, it has to be an international experience too. So there's a lot of work uh, with not just um, our uh, English uh, website, but working with um, you know globally within the community and getting the feedback that. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, it's it's you know um, getting that that driving to that um, global community. So from the website and and Valerie again has been here only a few months. Um, you know we've got a roadmap um, and uh, as we get further down um, uh, with with details, it's something that we're we're definitely we'll be sharing more status as as we get that together. Uh, the other person that joined the team um, is Jason uh, Fullmines. So as a, the lead for marketing operations, um, I think you mentioned, uh, Brandon, in terms of getting the foundation and the infrastructure right. This is a, a key um, element of a marketing organization um, for us to scale, for us to make sure that um, we have um, you know, the, the tracking, the reporting, the performance um, optimization on the site that uh, we start collecting, um, you know, uh, information on, on our communities, our users, our audience, our uh, people that are interested in how we manage them through, an, you know, a modern, effective um, uh, marketing uh, program. So uh, there's a lot of work that Jason is doing in particular around getting HubSpot going um, and, um uh, that means, uh, you know, one of the things that he's focused on this month, for example, is uh, collecting the emails from the site and triggering some kind of welcome experience. Uh, so that's an, an example of the work that Jason's laid out. Um, uh, and again, more more to come there. Um, from uh, the other person that's joined is, is Julie Tedesco. So uh, Julie is our senior events manager. Um, and has been really instrumental coming in, working with size and some of the work I know that you guys have heard here um, that um, happened in the, the second half of last year, ensuring that we're operationalizing those events and supporting the teams. Um, the exciting part of, uh, of what Julie will do is um, start looking at um, you know, events outside of Europe as well. And how do we uh, make sure that we're extending the brand and how do we look at the community uh, engagement at the events that we'll, we'll be at. And I'm happy to, to share with you um, for events. Uh, we are uh, 
already uh, look confirmed for uh, a few upcoming events. So if you're um, attending these events, do uh, reach out to us and and uh, and meet someone on the team. We'll be there on site. Uh, but we'll be at uh, Paris Blockchain Week, for example, March 20th. I myself will be there. Um, the Game Developer Conference that's also happening um, in March, March 20th, the same week uh, in San Francisco. Um, ETH Denver, uh, we'll be doing some scouting there. So that's um, early March. Uh, Consensus uh, is in late April. So we will have a, a team there and, and uh, exploring sponsorship. Um, and then a couple of, of DC uh, events, because we've got a few team members um, in the DC area. Uh, one is DC Blockchain and International Women in Blockchain, um, both happening, I believe, in March. Uh, so getting our, um, you know, our name out there, um, activating, we had really good success uh, in having in, in conversations that we um, started last year and in making sure that um, we understand um, uh, those areas of opportunities for us in, in the event and making um, those connections with partners and community members. So um, that's on the event side. And, and uh, Julie has uh, quite a bit of, of work that um, she's undergoing there. And, and we'll continue to to share with you as, as we get more of those um, live events. We'll also be looking at, um, you know, hosting webinar and working with Nathan on, on uh, the developer outreach programs. Um, Winnie, of course, uh, who you guys um, have met, um, I think she uh, gives updates every once in a while here and in Telegram. Um, Winnie has been instrumental on the growth marketing side. Um, specifically, I think she shared with you the worksheet we're doing with the exchanges. Um, Binance in particular, there are a couple of programs um, we've completed in January 1, uh, just starting to update our information um, on, these, on these exchange sites. Um, this is really critical for, for many reasons um, to, to update the information um, and have um, uh, uh, the, the, um, the information reflect kind of our go forward plan and, and uh, have the, the users in those um, different um, communities uh, make sure that they're going to the right location to get information on EOS and uh, the work that that's happening. Uh, and so uh, we've got um, a number of, there's analysis that was done, focused on the, the top 10 there uh, and, and tackling um, that uh, one by one and establishing our relationships there. Um, and with Binance in particular, actually, we've done in January um, a Chinese New Year promotion. Uh, lots of learnings from that. Um, but we've we're doing uh, we're exploring co-marketing um, more co-marketing programs with the team there in Binance. So Winnie's been instrumental there. Um, also, um, as we look to explore, um, you know, get the game market and other markets, um, being able to start building out a customer first uh, view, which is about development of our personas and who we think we're, we're our key stakeholders and um, our audiences are. So there's um, work that Winnie will, will, is doing and, and will continue to do there. Um, so that's really important. Um, the uh, next person that I actually want to introduce is Sepna Shah. Uh, she is um, actually her day, first day today, um, and she will be leading product marketing, um, coming in with uh, a lot of experience in technology and 
um, uh, industry marketing. Um, and uh, her focus will be on um, helping us to scale and talk about um, our uh, product differentiation. How do we best uh, ensure that that uh, network of differentiation, um, what we have to offer for developers, where um, we also want to focus in on, on audiences and opportunities. So uh, a lot of uh, research um, uh, work that will um, help to fuel um, what are, are some of our planning going forward in, in marketing strategy there. So Sapna, first day today, um, I'm excited to have her join the team. Um, and, you know, I think from an organization, you know, just to introduce the team, introduce some of the projects that we're working on, um, just wanted to take a moment, I think I've gone over, um, but just, uh, just know um, we are definitely uh, here. We, we are new. We're excited to, um, um, you know, contribute to, to the growth. I mean, coming from... Uh, you know, and looking at what other other teams are doing and organizations are doing, um, but kind of leapfrogging for for what we think is is the best move forward. Um, please get involved. Um, it's going to take all of us, as Brandon said, um, to to push this forward and grow it. Um, the network effect does is is a real thing. Um, so if you have ideas, feel free to, to send me. If you have you know any any ideas there, um, you know, willing to. And I, it, people do reach out to me, but um, just because I'm not on or talk at these um, at the fireside chat doesn't mean that we're we're not um, heads down trying to to move it forward. Um, but uh, but that's it. So hope that you enjoyed the the update. And again, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Awesome, Patty. Thank you very much for uh, jumping on with us here today and, and sharing some updates uh, on what you all are doing. I'm sure uh, I can speak for many of us saying that we're very excited to see more, learn more, and you know, conti continue on the nice trajectory that I feel like we're on these days. So it's very exciting. All right. Okay, so... Um, so that was our special intro for today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. It was kind of just another topic, really, uh, but I thought it was a fun way to uh, to dive into it with uh, with Brandon's nice, nice, carefully crafted message there. So I hope you guys uh, enjoyed that. And yeah, thanks again, Brandon and uh, and Patty for jumping on with us uh, today. All right, next up, we'll be talking Pomelo. So I would like to invite Martin to talk to us a bit about what's going on in the Pomelo universe these days. Hello, hello, hello. Roger. Hey. <laughs> Can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Awesome. Happy to hear that. Uh, yeah. So like everything in the EOS ecosystem, also the Pomelo NFT series keeps evolving. What originally started and was conceptualized as an NFT collection to illustrate different roles that stakeholders in the ecosystem can play through Pomelo in season one soon began to develop a life of its own. We started to add custom tools and unique NFT mechanics. We harvested juicy Pomelos and mined diamond fragments to craft diamonds with deterministic traits. We built 2D rockets and moonbots. 3D moon bases and created 1,000 unique Pomelo astronaut PFPs that you can show off on your Pomelo profile. 
In the last few seasons, the theme of space travel got more and more consolidated. So, so now that most of the assets you need to explore space are in circulation, this season five, the main distribution through NFT sales will go for pause. Moving forward, we will start to focus on the purpose and utility of these NFTs in an ongoing adventure. Most future Pumelo NFTs will not be sold, they will be earned in a more interactive manner. So to set the stage for this new adventure, we decided to publish the Pomelo Chronicles, New Dawn. The first two chapters have been released today on our Medium channel. Ba-bam. Let's share it in the chat. Hope you guys can see it. And um, yeah, um, the first two chap chapters have been released today. And uh, from now on, every Wednesday, we will add a new chapter on this Medium article. We will just keep on updating it. Um, each new chapter will add context to the NFT that's next up in the season. So let's get into the story. We started, we started this lore where, where season four stopped. We landed on the moon and we have built our moon bases. Now the brave Pomelo astronauts start exploring the moon's surface. Last week, one of the scouting units made a rather strange discovery which caused the whole moon base to move into high alert. We know today that they've indeed found something significant. They found the green key-shaped artifacts that were emitting a pulsating glow. Additionally, there's some kind of letters or writings all across these artifacts that seem to be not from our world. The first mission is to retrieve as many artifacts as possible so there can be further tests made in the Pomelo Moonbase labs. For that, the Pomelo astronauts need the help of the Pomelo community. You can help retrieving artifacts by buying them on the harvest.pomelo.io page starting tomorrow, Thursday is February 2nd. There are some more details hidden in the article when you read both, both chapters, which might give you some more hints about where the Pomelo NFT adventure is going to go next. One interesting aspect of the Pomelo season five NFTs is that all assets have been produced in partnership with the designers of the Liquid team. Some might know them from the Liquid Universe game, Liquid Universe game that is currently being developed. And also you may know them from the Pomelo brand called Anchor for Unity, which aims to integrate the Anchor wallet into the Unity development platform. And that's basically it for now. Stay tuned for more chapters of this adventure published every Wednesday, just before the fireside chat. However, there's, you know, speaking about from NFTs, there's one more little reminder about an incoming airdrop. So all holders of the Pomelo Moon bases will be airdropped a unique, airdropped a unique Pomelo astronaut. It's gonna be one astronaut pair Moonbase per ultra rare Moonbase. Snapshots and distribution will occur when the season four appeal phase is over and season four grants can be claimed. If I'm not mistaken, this will happen sometime this weekend. Maybe Daniel Keys can confirm giving us the latest on the Pomelo season four analysis. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks, Martin. I'm excited for the Pomelo season five NFT adventure. It's uh getting more and more interesting with these weird what what the heck is that green glowing <laughs> over there i have no idea interesting to find out 
Um, and yeah, to your point, um, yes, we're wrapping up the analysis right now. So we're in the appeal phase of the analysis period. So we just, we, uh, published our analysis report on, I think it was on last Friday. I'll post that a link to that here in the chat. If you want to have a look, um, and analysis period or the, the appeal period ends on Friday. So a couple days from now is, is when that closes. Um, and as soon as that's done, people can start claiming their matching allocation. And from what I'm hearing from Martin, that sounds like that's also when moon uh, airdrops of astronauts are going are gonna to be happening. So I'm excited for that, too, because I have a few ultra-rare moon bases of my own that I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to growing my collection of Pomelo astronauts. Uh, you can see my, my avatar right now here, if, you're, if you can see me speaking, that's, that's my most prized Pomelo astronaut. See if we'll see if we get a better one in the next airdrop here. Um, so, anyways, more on the uh, analysis. Again, like I said, recommend you check that out. I dropped the link. Um, the big headline is the uh, we actually saw less violations to the rules this season uh, and more participation from the community in helping to enforce the rules. So, we love to see that. Um, last season, we took some pretty heavy action. Uh, there was nine. Uh, grants that were disqualified in season three and a total of 155,000 of the matching pool reallocated from the not fair players back to the fair players. Um, and with a matching pool of roughly the same size this season, uh, we saw quite a bit less. So there was only four grants disqualified this season and uh, $99,000 redistributed from, from um, either those that were disqualified or just generally that we saw in, in donations. Um, so quite a bit less uh, of action taken. And again, I, I think I would attribute that to the community learning, you know, they, seeing the action that was taken in, in previous seasons and learning that it's not worth playing that game, that the, that the optimal strategy in Pomelo is to play the long game and to play fair and to interact with the community and grow your reputation. So I think we're seeing more and more of that. Um, and like I said, more participation than ever from the community this season and, and helping us with that analysis. Um, so we've, we've um, like started experimenting with like paying out bounties, for example, to when people send us evidence that's useful in our analysis um, that leads to action being taken on a grant. And uh, we had a few people claim those this season. Um, and, even without those bounties, we're seeing more and more people just using that report button in, in Pomelo. Uh, and we also saw for the first time the EOS support team publish their, their report, their EOS audit report, um, which is, we love to see that. That's something we've been seeing a lot of feedback from the community that they would love to see more oversight from the wider community on the grants that are successful in raising money through Pomelo. Are they actually delivering on what they promised? And you know, right now it's pretty hard for every individual donor to you know audit every grant that they want to donate to and make sure oh, are they actually a legit team and are they delivering what they promised in the previous season. Uh, so now in in season four we introduced collections and we've got more and more teams kind of playing that third party auditor role and they can leverage these collections to to surface this knowledge to the to the community. Uh, so really excited to see how that continues to evolve next season. Um, and, you know, that's pretty much the summary of 
of uh, the analysis. Um, at the same time, we're doing some thinking about the rules for next season, in particular the self-donation rule. So we've sent out a survey on, on you know, some proposed changes to self-donation rules. We're asking the community to weigh in with some feedback. Um, so you can expect pretty soon we're going to be re re releasing the results of that survey and making some recommendations and, and providing some analysis on some of the things we saw this season that perhaps would have, you know, if, if these rules were in place, what would the action have been taken on those grants? Um, and, and again, clarifying for future seasons that, you know, that's the action that will be taken going forward. Um, so yeah, take keep, keep an eye out for that. And also keep an eye out for, again, after every season, we like to get feedback from the community just generally on how the season went, new features you want to see. Um, so we'll be sending out a survey for that very soon too. Um, always love getting feedback from the community. A lot of, a lot of the, you know, the work we do is heavily influenced by the feedback we're getting from the community who's, who's using Pomelo. All right, thank you very much, uh, Martin and Daniel, for giving us these great updates on, on Pomelo. Um, Daniel, let me put you on the spot here. Are, are we close to having some publicly released dates for Pomelo Season 5, or are we not close? We are. We've, we've got the dates firmed up internally, and the, um, we should be publishing those I believe we're, we're going to be publishing it next week. We don't want to, uh, we're, 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 the claiming starts on Friday. So first thing next week, we'll publish the, here's, here's everything you need to know for a season. Great. Excellent. Thanks, Daniel. Um, yeah. And should I drop some alpha? Should I, should I, should I tell the dates now? Is that? Do I have them? That's the question. I'm gonna have to. I have to dig them, dig them up in my notes here somewhere. You, you can't uh, just having me spam ten sound effects <laughs> and then just not deliver, Daniel. What are you doing here? So I, I believe. So stay, stay tuned for the for the report to to hold me honest here. Uh, February twenty eighth, if I'm not mistaken, my memory serves me, is when we're gonna be open for applications. March first is when we're gonna be open for donations. Those are the, the big ones uh, to, to keep your eye out for. There you have it. So coming up fairly soon, start thinking about those grants, start writing those drafts, start uh, you know joining the, the Pomelo channels on Discord, on Telegram. If you have questions about your, your grant or ideas, etc., the Pomelo team's there to answer. But as we're seeing, the Pomelo community is also there to answer questions. They love sharing information. And, you know, I was really happy to hear from the season four analysis report that we've gotten more uh, reports from the community. Um, you know, so that's definitely great, a great trend. And then at the same time, less, less attackers. Uh, so, so I'm, I'm really happy to, to hear that and looking forward, looking forward to uh, season five and seeing, uh, seeing how that plays out. Little and I found my notes here, by the way. February twenty second yeah, is the date when that's when what I was going to add. <laughs> Thank you. Because it's a yeah, week February before. 22nd. The day before didn't seem to make sense. Yes, there. February twenty second. Applications open. Donations open March first. And so, as always, the run you know the whole season runs for about a month. So March fifteenth is when applications close. 
Donations close March 23rd. Don't wait to get, you know, if you're planning on participating in Pomelo Season 5, start working on your application now. You don't, don't, don't wait for the applications to open. Get it ready. Start, you know, getting feedback from your community. And uh, the earlier you get your, your application in, the more likely it is that you'll be approved by the time donations open. And, and that usually results in a better result for the grant donors who are, in, who, you know, are available to be donated to through the whole season when donations are open. Definitely, definitely an important date for grant creators to mark on their calendars. So that means in three weeks exactly to the day is when uh, submissions open on Pomelo. So that's great. That's on a Wednesday, Wednesday, February 22nd. So we'll, we'll for sure be talking about it uh, on that fireside and looking forward to seeing the numbers of that first day. Thanks for sharing that alpha, Daniel. Happy to. Thanks for the opportunity. All right. Um, cool. So ha I'm very happy I put you on the spot, Daniel. We got some great alpha out of you. I'm going to try my luck and go at it again. This time, going to be putting, I think, Patty on the spot, I think. But I'd love to hear more. We were talking EOS marketing um, and, you know, EOS marketing to the outside community is very important, of course. Uh, but I'm also very interested in the inside EOS community. And I'm wondering, is there any news on an EOS community conference that may be happening? I know we I know the topic was brought up last year, but, you know, nothing was confirmed. Not even sure it's going on, let alone dates or, or or location. But I'm just wondering if there's been progress on that or if we can expect some news soon. I've already told my girlfriend that I'm reserving some travel time for this event, but I, I don't even know if this event is happening. So, so yeah, I'm so, going to put you on the spot, Patty. Yeah, can you hear me? I Yes. I, I can't confirm that it's happening, but uh, it is something we are discussing um, uh, for the fall. So it would be if, if it does happen, uh, we're looking at a uh, probably late August, September, October timeframe. Uh, we also are exploring the um, idea of having, uh, you know, whatever uh, um, uh, owned event we have. Uh, aligned with uh, an industry event um, that's uh, you know very typical in the space. So we would, um, it, you know, it would also help with cost and, and travel for for folks. Um, and we're also considering um, you know size and location. Uh, you know, something that is uh, easy to get in and out of um, visas uh, because we do have a global community. Uh, so there's a, a number of criteria that we're we are um, evaluating uh, to, to make that decision for the fall. Um, so we, as, as soon as I have more information um, and also, you know, um, gather information from, from uh, folks in the community and um, we can, uh, we'll, we'll move forward and announce something more specific to, to plans there. That's great. Thank you. Thank you for the answer. I'm very happy with that answer. Two for two, I'm getting some extra alpha for everyone on the fireside today. What's up? I'm going to give myself a round of applause for that one. Um, another thing to consider is that there's maybe other teams in the EOS ecosystem that are also wanting to do a meetup internally for their teams and kind of wondering if they should coordinate with this greater EOS community meetup as well. 
So I know that's something that a topic that's been brought up internally on in our team at EOS Nation. And uh, we haven't seen each other in a long time. A lot of the newer team members have never seen anyone of our team. So, so that's definitely something on, uh, on our agenda for this year. So we'd love to have all of that happen at the same time. Yeah. So that, that's my community yeah, that feedback for you. Thank you. Anyone else here in the chat want to come on, say, you know, suggest uh, suggest your home city as the location or, yeah, any, anything else or anyone else who's really looking forward to attending an EOS community conference? Maybe we can, uh, maybe we can see some ones in the chat for anyone who'd like to make an effort to come to this EOS community conference if it ever gets, uh, if or when it gets confirmed. Jack bites. Getting I'll, in there, Eve. Getting in there, Yana, Drew. I'll definitely hound the effect team to go. That's for sure. There you go, DJ Strike and Nova. Getting the uh, effect crew on board. I like it. June's ready to go. He just wants. He just needs a location and time. Awesome. Love Red it. Kid in the house. Jeez. Yeah, this is Adam wow. here. Adam here from Zizen. I think uh, an EOS community event would be. Absolutely amazing. I think Q4 would be awesome for it. I'm happy. Yeah. Now I've got at least 20, it looks like, here already on the list. So thank you. There you go. <laughs> All right. Great. This is this is CAC. I'd like to recommend Orlando, Florida. I mean, I'm not going to help host the thing or anything. I'm just recommending that because that's where I'm at. Great recommendation, CAC. I definitely <laughs> understand why you would do that. <laughs> I'll vote for Canada myself, of course, uh, but I, I, I'm ready to go wherever wherever I need to. I recommend also, against yeah. Virginia Beach because that's where I grew up, but it would be a great place to have it. So I'd rather go somewhere <laughs> exotic, though. And that's exactly what I was going to suggest. The little town that I'm living in in Costa Rica, there are three major resorts planned in the next few years, including the Waldorf Astoria, and a seven-star hotel, which would be the, the only seven-star in Costa Rica. And according to its owner, uh, the, uh, rather, uh, this is the Waldorf, its owner is Steve Case of Microsoft and AOL fame. Uh, he is creating what he believes will be the, the, the nicest uh, hotel resort in the world. And this is a tiny little beach town where you can live for almost nothing. There's all types of, 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 uh, of scales, but my point is, is it, it, at this particular moment, it would be relatively inexpensive, and the place is actually absolutely gorgeous, uh, as evidenced by the, all these resorts converging on it in the next three years. Hey, I'll it's give a vote. For, I'll give a vote for Costa Rica. I, I went there once. It was absolutely amazing. I'm definitely down to go back uh, at any time. Thank you. Aiden here suggesting Hawaii, sunny coast. Drew and Aaron suggesting West Coast. Nathan James coming in with the Nepal suggestion. I like it. Go climb a few mountains while we're at it. Why not? Patrick wants us to go visit him in the Swiss Alps, another place I would definitely love to go hang out in. All right. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the suggestions, everyone. And uh, yeah. Looking forward, looking forward to seeing uh, everyone out there. Sorry, I was distracted, but I, I was just going to say, this is Lovejoy. I was going to say, um, 
We should just do a traveling EOS roadshow and just caravan style goes to everybody's Go place. To you all know, cities. Yeah, you can just jump in wherever you want. Hop out per- wherever you need to. I would prefer one epically <laughs> large party instead of a bunch of smaller parties. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna vote for. <laughs> I'm gonna vote for Montreal. I'm gonna vote for Montreal. It's a fun place to hang out. It's in Canada, not too far from where I am. That's, that's gonna be my vote. Yeah, plus those big sculptures. You have like really epic uh, sculpture gardens, don't you? We got a bunch of epic stuff in Montreal, actually. Yeah, a lot of lot of art, a lot of culture, a lot of universities. Good um, food. Good food, good weather sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, Montreal's great. Cool. All right. Um, let's see here. Is our next guest in the crowd with us? June is June around. Yes, he is. Uh, but before we get to a demo, app demo that uh, June's going to do for us, I want to remind you you guys uh, of the lunar promo that's still ongoing so if you haven't yet join the promo earn some free nfts give us a bit of feedback on what you think of various events and initiatives in the yas community go to bblk.io front slash enf and then you can enter this fun little contest share some feedback earn some NFTs. You still have a few days uh, to do this. Contest closes on uh, Sunday. We've had a lot of responses so far, actually. Um, many hundreds of responses in English, even more in, in Chinese. We had some Korean community members also respond. So it's been great to seeing uh, that engagement from kind of all, all of the all of the major EOS communities. So if you haven't gotten in there yet, you're going to regret not getting in there in a few days when it closes. So get in there right now. Um, okay, cool. So, June, are you uh, are you ready to join us here on stage and talk about uh, your latest project? Uh, yes. Fun. Thanks so much. Perfect. Yeah. Welcome to the fireside. Thanks. Yeah, g- great. And thanks for all the alpha. Great to hear about the pro- progress with and fun activities with Pomelo coming up and the ENF. Great. Uh, great to and excited to hear all the the plans for marketing for the EOS network. I know probably half the people here are roughly half. And uh, for those that don't know me, uh, my name is June. And uh, I was in financial services for a long time and was frustrated that the economy and and our money system was broken. After dismissing Bitcoin uh, early on, uh, I read a libertarian blog by Eric Voorhees. And he kind of made me think about how uh, Bitcoin could be uh, a uh, a thing. And so I started following and discovered um, Dan Larimer late 2014, early 2015 uh, with BitShares and the BitUSD and the, and the uh, collateralized stablecoin. Uh, so that's kind of where I got uh, um, interested in, in trying to get this technology mainstream, followed Dan Larimer all the way steam it to EOS in the beginning of EOS and you know after so many years <laughs> still a believer in crypto and that we can make a huge difference uh, in the world with this technology for for everyone really uh, I think and so that's kind of my goal to to get this technology to the mainstream and to the regular users out there uh, so 
Bcash was actually started uh, around the BitShares days, and we never uh, kind of got off the ground. Uh, it was kind of when and went over to Steemit, and we kind of uh, didn't didn't fully launch. And then uh, after many years on EOS, we I think um, after a couple iterations, I think it's it's kind of back to basics and 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 trying to be useful for people. And I, global payments is a, is I think uh, the low hanging fruit. The way get people uh, onboarded because crypto is a very useful payment mechanism and you know bitcoin is a the same thing it's just a, it's a good money and so i think as as another layer that's easier for people is to use stable coins and just pay people and that's kind of the the goal with bitcash uh so uh, i think stefan might uh have a video link uh that i can uh we can show as a demo for our app um and yeah, thanks, Stefan. Uh, um, I guess what I can do maybe uh, for that demo, is there any way to just play that video? Maybe, maybe I can narrate the best yeah, way Yeah, I'll try to share my screen. The problem is when there's too many people, it doesn't work. So I think we're too many people, but you know what? I, at least some, some people will see it. Hopefully uh, Dave can see it for, uh, okay. for, the, for the stream. Let me just give me just a moment here to figure this out. And there is a link in the chat. So if you guys want to uh, just view it later, feel free to just grab that link and start watching it. But I, I was pretty quick demo. And so I was uh, hoping to just narrate uh, and guide people through. Okay. So I am live apparently. I don't know, maybe someone can confirm that they see my screen. So, do, 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 do you hopping. see it, uh, June? Uh, yeah, I, I just hopped in. It says join activity. So I, I just went ahead and joined. Yeah, so and... if you look in the main screen here of the event uh, where you see everyone's, uh, you know, rectangle icons, type of deal, top left of that, you'll see a join activity button. You can click that and then. You can watch this demo. All right. Uh, I'm going to click play. Okay, um, there we go. This is, uh, okay. Hmm. I'm trying to, okay, there you go. So um, I paused it here. Let me see if I can play it on slow motion. Yeah, that would, that would be great. And then maybe if, if you could rewind. Yeah, I'll rewind. I will play it at half speed, and if you want me to pause, just let me know and I'll pause. Okay, great. Thanks so much. So, yeah, we're using WebAuthn. That's uh, a critical feature for EOS, and uh, it's passwordless. No more passwords. Your phone is the key. So we just logged in with Face ID. This is the EOS wallet here. I'm just showing here a standing of goes to uh, my other account, EOS Ignite June. Don't type this slow, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, uh, yeah, sending EOS. Uh, and here you go. Face ID. Very cool. That's, that's it. That's sending EOS and uh, transaction is... Nice and smooth. Uh, there you go. 
so this is the uh, the wallet view. You you have your own key. We have an integrated on wrapper. It's a third party aggregator of on ramps. So this on ramp you would have to KYC, but uh, it has you know MoonPay or Transact or wherever you are. There might be another third party that allows you to purchase coins. So you could just go go ahead and connect with them and and do the KYC, and you could buy crypto. Uh, I, I you could buy EOS there. This is um, so. This that's the EOS wallet. What you do with our app is actually you can deposit USDT to our smart contract bank, and so this would be the bank view. So it's just showing here that you're depositing USDT. You could also deposit crypto as well, but transaction. So you're depositing that into our smart contract, and the transaction with Face ID again. And now you are in this view where you can, we really want people to start using local stable coins. So we have a bit CNY, we have bit Euro. So all around the world, you could find your currency. You could send it to, to anybody around the world. So think of it as a international Venmo, convert between USD and other currencies. Then you could just send your local currencies. You, that's what uh, people will probably be doing. This is just a, a conversion of, uh, you know, we could see different currencies, Colombia, pounds, uh, Canadian dollars. Um, and then, you know, you could just type in as well just to make it easy. So convert one bit USD to euro. And go ahead and I'm just gonna put one there. First time I hear about an on-ramp aggregator. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's actually a, a third party that we use for that. Uh, it's on-ramp. They're they're great. They they just keep connecting with other um, on-ramps. So this is the exchange here. Just do one. USD to Euro, and then once you have the Euro, then uh, locally you could any anywhere in Europe, Eurozone, you can send back and forth, and everyone's familiar with it. So uh, right now it's dominantly USD, but I think with this people will be used to just sending within their country, within their region, their local currency. So that's the idea. Can see we just look at the history and these are all the conversions that we've done so these just, are these stable coins are wrapped tokens basically that are under your custody yeah they're in the smart contract they're collateralized by usdt so we we just make sure that it's a double collateralized because we're taking foreign exchange risk so so essentially right. we just double collateralize it um so this is our our third uh feature which is the p2p on ramp really hard to get into crypto after so many years and there were always applications like local bitcoins uh paxful binance p2p is the the major one today uh, but we want to just connect have people connect with each other so that they could trade uh, fiat for crypto and so this is uh, uh one of our main features that we're gonna launch uh or just focus on in developing markets where people can just on one side, use what they're used to, whether it's a bank transfer or PayPal or Venmo or wherever you are. Um, you could you could send 
uh, on one side, and then on the on this side, you'll you'll get crypto. The 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 seller of crypto will send that to you. So we just are a matchmaker here. So uh, we we don't do KYC on on this side of things. Just for people who are underbanked, unbanked, it's a little bit easier for people to just get onboarded into crypto. So uh, we get match. You get matched with people who want to buy crypto. If you're selling crypto, and vice versa. And you can also even communicate with them through this chat feature. So chat feature, you can, you know, I'm just going to type hello here. That's, uh, that's our third feature. And this is a P2P on-ramp. Cash to crypto, fiat to crypto. And we're focusing on developing markets. Um, oh, I forgot to, to mention we are not launching in the US, everything outside of the US. So um, in our private beta, we're just onboarding every everybody just outside of the US, uh, especially because of our features. Uh, uh, the on-ramp is a little bit, um, a little bit uh, gray here in, in the US. So that's the, the only caveat. Uh, but emerging markets is where we're, we're looking at. Um, uh, we're uh, talking with the EOSBs, they have a team in, in Nigeria, Uganda, Southeast Asia. I have contacts there, so Indonesia, Malaysia, and uh, many other countries in Southeast Asia. Latin America, uh, our, our teams um, in Costa Rica, and uh, so uh, this is like Argentina, which is rampant in inflation. Those are areas that we're looking at uh, to, to grow. So, uh, so that's the demo. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, yeah, feel free to ask them and also yeah if you have any communities that uh, or if you think this could be valuable uh, again it's it starts as an eos wallet so we just want to have a, a very good experience uh, from from the baseline that hey we're, we're an eos wallet that you can send and receive tokens to each other very easily and this on-ramp is the the core feature where we're trying to go mainstream and get growth just get users be very useful to people and we measure ourselves by how many active users we're, we have using our app. That's that's the whole goal. So we want good numbers. We want bring value, be useful, and that's that's the key. So, um, any questions? Good stuff, June. That app looks very slick and well put together. Um, yeah, that that looks like a, a great user experience. I wish you, uh, wish you all the success. And um, so much. Yeah, wondering if everyone was able to watch with, along with us here when I shared my screen. Um, I also see right now there's a watch together activity. Maybe that's working. I don't know. Cool stuff. <laughs> More stuff for us to discover in Discord. Um, but yeah, if anyone has uh, questions uh, for June, feel free to jump on here, uh, share them in the chat, or uh, yeah. Reach out to What's June the, uh, uh, anywhere. Uh, sorry, I've got a question, June. What What is the uh, list of on ramps and on and off ramps uh, for that? Like, for example, bank accounts, credit cards, Venmo, PayPal. Is there is there a list that you can that you can run off? Yeah. So uh, so we're not doing the U.S. I, I shouldn't have mentioned Venmo because that's the U.S application but paypal is more international so in other countries people use paypal 
and it's going to be regional. So we're going to, as, uh, as we add the different regions, we, we are going to start maybe with 20 regions. We're going to, we're going to update all the, the payment systems that you can use. The baseline is bank transfer. So everyone, if they just select bank transfer and they get connected with someone else, uh, they could communicate with each other to specify exactly how to transfer between each other. The bank transfers the 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 basis, or the the foundation, and you could use. And then we'll keep adding for different regions their own e wallet solution. So if it's maybe Europe, you'll use Revolut. We'll add that PayPal. Uh, if you're in another country, uh, let's say Kenya, it's like M-Pesa. If you're in China, it's going to be Alipay and WeChat. So really, we can add uh, those options, the most popular options, and then. Uh, then it's just about connecting people so that on one side they use Bitcash, on the other side they use that uh, payment option. Um, and so that would be for the kind of non-KYC on-ramp that we have, the peer-to-peer. The other one, you know, the on-ramper is the KYC version and you can, uh, you can, use, their, uh, you can use credit cards, you could use uh, Apple Pay, and I think there's different options that you can use for that. So. That would be more the uh, EOS wallet side, uh, the KYC on-ramp. I didn't catch the launch date. No, we're in private beta. We, we want get start, to start, uh, start to get people using it. So next week, we'll uh, onboard people. It's a private beta, so we're just trying to get people we know, uh, uh, partners, to test out the app, give us feedback. And so yeah, just reach out to me. Uh, I am at uh, Merivercap here on Discord. Same thing on Telegram. So those are the two easiest ways to get uh, a hold of me. Uh, and June at BitCash.org if you want to send an email. Fantastic. It's a dream come true. Thank you, June. All right. Really appreciate it. Right. Pop token reminder, everyone get out there for those of you in the discord chat, go to the pop bot chat, register your EOS account, earn yourself a pop token. Today is the last day to join the January raffle. Um, I'm going to share the link here in just a bit, but if you've accumulated at least four pop tokens, you can blend them into a raffle ticket and then you can win prizes. Uh, there's there's going to be slightly different uh, slight change of plans to the structure of the prizes uh, this year for the raffle tickets. There's going to be one big winner of 50 EOS. There's going to be a lot of smaller winners uh, at, at 10 EOS each. And then, of course, there's always the, the fun NFT prizes uh, that we've had some donations from community members. Of course, there's some party crackers in there, probably some Pomelo NFTs, etc. So if you uh, if you have a collection and you want to share the love with the Pop Token uh, community, reach out to me. We can add that to the prize pool um, and uh, yeah, so this raffle is going to be going down at some point tonight after the rest of the people in this household are sleeping. Um, so you'll be able to 
mint those tickets until I do the uh, until I do the drawing tonight. So you can get in out there. I just shared the link here in the chat. And let's see how many um, how many tickets are we up to this month? Let me go check that real quick. Fifty-three. 53, not that many. Usually there's around 25 prizes or EOS prizes on top of the other goodies. So good odds, good odds so far for the January raffle. All right, uh, moving on to some more topics of the day. ENF quarterly report was just published right before this show started. I'm going to share the I'm going to share the link here in the chat. Of course, uh, I'm not going to expect you guys to have read it because I'm, I'm not sure exactly when it, it was released today. But I know it was not uh, not too long ago. If someone has read it, want to share their impressions? Please jump on. If you guys want to click through it right now, uh, I'm going to put a bit of music in the background. Maybe we we all take a minute or two to kind of look it over and um, yeah, share our thoughts. Forty pages, not too bad. Got a message from the CEO at the start. Too bad, Zach. Eve is gone. I know he was in here with us earlier, but I think he had a four o'clock appointment. Maybe uh, maybe we can get Eve to read this text as an intro for a future fireside. See, we got some nice pictures of some recent events. Great to see. Pomelo season four statistics, direct grant framework, nice graphics, nice charts. All right, so I'll leave that there. If you guys, uh, if you guys want to read through that while the fireside's going, maybe share your thoughts on that later. That'd be cool as well. All right, some more, um, more housekeeping. Let's say uh, Discord server invites and our road to 10K promo got totally blown up. Uh, this week. So I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the EOS community Discord server now has 9,657 people in it. We were at like 7,000 last week. So there was a huge surge of members, 2,500. So Discord revamped their onboarding procedures. There's kind of new options for servers. Uh, we've been kind of looking into it a bit to see if, if it would work for the EOS community. But it's likely that a lot of these uh, new members, a lot of these 2,500 new people that joined last week are not actually real people. There definitely are some of them. We, we were gaining, you know, around 100 to 300 members kind of consistently every week. 
That number went up this month uh, when we launched the Lunar Promo. Yeah, exactly. Plus Lunar New Year. That's right, Yana. Um, and, and I know uh, uh, the team in Asia was kind of pushing the promo a lot and, you know, it, joining the Discord server was something, one of the action items, you know, uh, call to actions in that promo. So we were expecting a, a, a nice little boost in the member count uh, this month, but 2,000, over 2,000 members in a week is a bit much probably. Um, exactly, eh, Tony? Bots on Discord. Who could have known? Uh, but what's nice about the way the EOS community server is set up is that these open channels that these bots may go into, they can't access the rest of the server server unless they assign themselves a role, which is something bots don't do. So, um, you know, people you see in the chats where we, you know, in the general chat and all that, those are real people for sure. Um, the bots are just kind of stuck at the, at the, at the door of our server. Well, we're probably going to leave them there for now. Um, but this does kind of throw a wrench in our road to 10k promo that we had uh, we had built where we thought we would get to a thousand new members on a semi you know consistent basis and not blow through a couple levels in a week so i'm not too sure exactly what we're going to do there we're going to have to go back to the drawing board uh but we're definitely going to keep rewarding people who invite friends and community members and crypto twitter and any crypto enthusiasts to our servers so if you want to create your own custom link share that definitely going to be looking to reward the people who do that it may be in a slightly different format than we had thought. And we're probably going to, you know, blast past 10K members uh, before next week, which, uh, you know, there are worse things in the world. So there you go. DJ Strike Nova uh, saying that uh, the Effect AI Discord server added a EOS, added some EOS news to their Discord server. So maybe some... Effect community members made their way over here from that. So that's great. Thank you very much, DJ Strikanova. And yeah, for sure, there's a lot of real people that joined as well, but uh, probably not 2,500. Road to 12.5K. Yeah, it just, just doesn't have that same ring to it, Tony. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll think of something, though. Uh, all right, we wanted to talk a bit about the podcast, a little podcast tour that Eve is doing these days. He was on Bittrex Global's The Bit, although I don't think any alpha was shared uh, in there. So if you're, you know, regular to these fireside chats and the OG EOS community member, I'm not sure if uh, if you're going to learn anything new in there. But it's great to see Eve getting out there with, uh, you know, continuing to build these relationships with exchanges, which of course are very important to the success of a, of any crypto community in, in the space. And then, so that was Bittrex Global, but the big news is the Binance AMA that is coming up soon. Um, so I don't know if someone from the ENF wants to talk a bit more about this Binance AMA. Um, I just heard that it's coming and that it's also going to be launched alongside a learn and earn program for EOS on Binance. So obviously Binance being probably the biggest player in the entire crypto space, um, that's for sure going to attract a lot of attention to EOS. And a lot of people are going to learn about the new EOS and the epic comeback that the community is doing right now. So that's pretty exciting. Zach, did you have anything else to add? No, Zach's gone 
Lovejoy, is he still here? Yes. Liam, maybe one of you guys want to add a few words on this topic? Maybe not. I'm here, but I was multitasking, and uh, I don't know if you can hear me. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, we can hear you. Thanks, Brendan. Yeah, I was, just talking I was about just wondering if you guys uh, had anything, any more information to share on the Binance AMA that's coming up. Ooh, um, I don't have much to add to that. Um, I wonder if... When when is this going on? Is the I know the date. I'm I'm sure I've seen the date before. I just don't have it uh, in front of me right now. I'm looking for the date as well right now. Actually, I also have it somewhere. But here we go. Race to find the date. Changed one, a couple times too to make it more confusing. One pop token to whoever finds it first. <laughs> there you go. I'll just stop now. Then. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. 17, uh, Yana, 27th, Jack Bites. Uh-oh. Oh, People are no. just putting random numbers out there. <laughs> <laughs> Good strategy. Yeah, I like generator. it. 25th, bingo, 37th. The 42nd day. It's the 42nd day of February. That's when it is. Um, yeah. One of those dates, probably. Oh, we on. may want to cover this on another... I think Maybe next, uh, next week. Okay. okay, cool. Well, uh, we'll rain check. We'll rain check this topic. So at, at least we're fairly certain it's not in the next week. So at least we figured that out. Yep. All right. Good stuff. Um, what else do we have here on deck for today? It's actually quite a bit. Uh, we've got a new Antelope Coalition video like we do every week. We don't talk about them every week, but I figured uh, figured I'd mention it this week. So here's a tweet from the ENF. This is from two days ago. Um, you know, highlighting the Antelope Coalition. Of course, the Antelope Coalition is made up of four networks that run the Antelope blockchain uh, operating system, EOS, U EOS, WAX, Telos, and UX. Recently, of course, IBC was deployed on Antelope chains. Uh, for now, EOS and UX are connected through the IBC with no additional third party required to trust. And, and so anyway, so this Antelope Coalition video talks about scalability plus updates, IBC deployment, vote, and peer-to-peer -to -peer, peer -peer, peer discovery and, and more. So you can always find those on the ENF YouTube channel in its own playlist. For you dedicated techies out there that want to always be update on the latest and greatest that's going on in the Antelope ecosystem. While we're on some more technical topics, is Bucky here to talk to us about the Dune version 1.1 release? I don't think... He was having some technical difficulties getting on Discord. Uh, I've been let me let me check with him. I'll get back to you. 
Dev developing leading edge blockchain software, that's no problem. But joining Discord with the audio, that's a big ask. You know, it's funny. Um, Vlad, too, like some of the engineers. I think last time I talked to Vlad, I had a video call with him. He literally was having a hard time connecting because he had just soldered some piece of hardware together to, you know, he was using a, he was using a computer that was just completely hacked together from all these random parts to, to do the video call. And that's why he was having a hard time connecting. <laughs> Only an engineer, but the rest of us are just using MacBooks or, you know, stuff right out of the box. And that's funny. We have different problems. Um, all right. Well, if if Bucky ever connects, then uh, he can give us some updates. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt to explain what this is all doing, but uh, the Twitter link is there for anyone who wants to, to go learn more. Um, all right. Uh, another piece of news that I definitely understand is the Yield Plus top-up that happened uh, this week, I think. Let's see. Eve tweeted about it. Um, this was yesterday or the day before, yeah, on Monday. He tweets, after five months of monitoring the effectiveness of Yield Plus, it's clear that the EOS DeFi liquidity incentive program is working. Fire emoji. Given the success of Yield Plus, the EOS Network Foundation has decided to contribute an additional 300k of EOS to extend the program. Congratulations to all of the DeFi protocols out there leveraging Yield Plus. Congratulations to all the EOS holders who are putting their EOS in there, getting rewarded for it. I think that's great. Um, and so, yeah, there we go. Little update for for Yield Plus. More rewards coming uh, towards uh, towards EOS DeFi users. And we've talked in the past about nice graphs that that has shown how EOS TLV has grown significantly more than other layer ones in uh, recent weeks and months, really showcasing the effectiveness of the Yield Plus program. There we go. Max Cho coming in with some nice graphs. Supported assets, EOS, going from 15 million to 27 million since August. That's, uh, that's almost a double up. Those are some epic graphs. Supported assets, Tether, grew from 20 million to 30 million. And this is... TLV across the whole network. I'm not even sure what these graphs are. I think it is. Those are from the what? Those are from the um, tokenyield.io. It's the Yield Plus website. Oh, the the official Yield Plus website. There we go. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So this is so this is TVL. So that means this is assets locked into DeFi protocols right now across all protocols. Oh, there we go. Fourteen protocols, two assets. It's, it's just. Just counting the two assets, yeah. So they probably have like box probably has a bunch of box tokens locked up, but those don't count. Um, right, right, right. Same right. thing for like PBTC or all the other assets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense. 
Good stuff. Thanks for sharing the, those graphics, uh, Max. And then Max also shared the link, tokenyield.io slash overview, if you want to go check them out for yourself. Um, all right. While we're on the topic of DeFi box, actually, one of our community questions this week is about DeFi box. So we have a form now, a Google form. If you can't attend these fireside chats live, but you still want to leave a question, leave a comment, suggest a discussion topic, give us feedback, whatever it is, you can do that through the form. And this week, we had Glue Dog asking a question about Box. Who would have known? Glue Dog's question is, how high do you think Box will go? <laughs> he suggests 5 EOS or maybe 10 EOS. Right now, the current price of Box is 1.5 EOS. And uh, so, yeah, so that's, that's Glue Dog's question. Uh, obviously, we're not going to be talking about price all that much on, on the show, but I do want to encourage people to submit questions through this form. So I figured I'd give Glue Dog a shout out here and share his question. So if you want to put some price predictions in the chat, there's no time frame. There's nothing much. Just put some price predictions of how high do you think Box will go compared to EOS. Currently, it's 1.5 EOS. All right, back to our regular scheduled agenda. Actually, the last piece of news or content that I want to share today is um, about IBC and instant finality. So there's a podcast that was released recently or an, uh, an interview at least um, on YouTube was published uh, five days ago. Let me share that link here directly for you guys. And um, yeah, it includes uh, Reg, Matt Witherspoon, Guillaume from UX, and they're talking about inter-blockchain communication and instant finality and how the protocols work together and how they may benefit the antelope ecosystem. So some of the topics covered on the show, uh, introduction to IBC, introduction to instant finality, what is trustless IBC, which is what antelope has, uh, fundamental limits, mathematical proofs, security considerations, sounds very smart, third-party apps, IBC and Yield Plus possibilities, trustless verification, IBC versus instant finality, and I'm sure uh, a lot more. So a lot of heavy, heavy hitters on this show. If you're, uh, you know, if you're technically minded oriented or you're just very curious, I'm sure there's going to be tons to learn um, in, in this podcast. So, uh, so yeah, so that was released recently. See, Brendan, you're, you're part of this podcast. Do you want to maybe share a few thoughts or, or maybe, uh, yeah, some, some, of, some of the thoughts you had while, while uh, hosting this podcast? Yeah. Um... This is always kind of envisioned to be uh, set up for additional discussion, both on IBC and instant finality. So I would encourage anybody who's interested in this technology or what its implications are for the future of EOS and Antelope more broadly, um, definitely give it a watch. It's a really good primer on what is IBC, what is instant finality, both as it's implemented on EOS and also, in the wider industry, what those terms generally tend to mean. And 
um, yeah, Guillaume and Arag really go into the depths. Um, but I think in a pretty accessible way that, you know, even if you're not a developer, uh, we, we try to keep it um, accessible. So, I mean, <clears throat> I'm not a developer and I still was able to conceptually follow along whether or not I got lost occasionally or not. Um, so I would, yeah, I would encourage everyone that's kind of interested in these technologies and the implications to, to give it a watch and then stay tuned. Um, we'll try to do a follow-up in one form or another, probably more like an AMA style um, in the, uh, the weeks ahead to cover some of the implications of instant finality and um, yeah, just allow people to ask, ask the people, uh, ask Arag and Guillaume and others themselves. Um, Cause it's a lot, it's a lot to uh, get your head around <clears throat> and there. Yeah. There are some interesting, you know, I don't think, uh, I don't think, well, how do I put this? From from talking to Guillaume and and uh, Arag and others, there are some uses of IBC that uh, that are going to be pretty surprising and interesting that we don't really, I don't even know what they are yet. But I just see the 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 twinkle in the eye of certain developers. They're like, oh, there's some fun things we can do with this. So I'm really curious to see what those are as they emerge over the the coming uh, months. But I can't really shed any light on what those are. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing you all now and myself at the same time. But check it out. It's worth a watch. All right, great. Thanks for uh, thanks for that little recap uh, slash uh, teaser. Zach, excuse me. Zach came in clutch here in the chat, sharing the link to the Binance Live video. And if we go on that link, we can notice that it is happening on the 17th of February. Yana won the number lottery. Congrats, Yana. $5,000 of EOS rewards for this AMA. That's pretty cool. Fill out the survey, see the terms, ask questions, and participate. There you go. So get in there, ask your questions, bring up the topics that you want brought up on the EOS AMA in front of, you know, the large crypto community and uh, get some rewards for it. That's, that's great. Right. And before we go to the community open mic segment of the show for the last 30 minutes here, uh, we had one more question come in through the Google form, which I will happily uh, bring up here. This question is addressed to EOS Nation. Hey, that's me. And the question is, why can't I get a rare NFT? I'm not actually going to name who sent this question uh, because I'm going to give this person a rare NFT from my personal collection because they seem uh, they seem to uh, to want one. So so reach out to me personally. Uh, I know you by the name. You left the, the question, but to answer your question, how can you get a rare NFT? There's a lot of ways to get rare NFTs on EOS. You can participate in the Lunar Promo, BBLK.io/ENF. 
You can participate in our weekly hot sauce promos. Again, more bounding block contests, bblk.io front slash EOS Nation. So those are permanent links. You can just go check out those links from time to time. Usually there's a contest running. Usually you can get in there, retweet something, like something, earn some NFTs. So those are those are great ways to earn rare NFTs. You can, of course, buy them on Pomelo. So harvest.pomelo.io is our NFT page for the Pomelo season. There's still some NFTs left for season four. Um, season one, two, and three are sold out already. Season five NFTs are going live tomorrow. Follow uh, Pomelo Grants on Twitter to stay up to date on all of those activities. And... Um, you know, while we're talking uh, rare NFTs, the Pomelo astronauts are going to be dropped very soon. So if you've got some season four NFTs, make sure you've completed the adventure. You've crafted your moon bases, your moon transporters, all of that good stuff. You'll be earning some some rare Pomelo astronauts. So those are some of the some of the ways you can get rare NFTs uh, on EOS. And thank you for the question. So actually... We're going to put up a little bit of a bounty. So if you submit questions through the Google form and we ask them on air and you leave your name, uh, I'll send you one pop token as a little token of appreciation for contributing to the show. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but if you ask something that's already talked about or has been asked before, <coughs> stuff like that, you know, your odds of getting of qualifying are, are low. So but if you come in with some good questions, yeah, earn a pop token. Why not? All right, so that uh, wraps it up for the agenda on my side. At this point, I'd like to invite anyone from the community to jump on the mic, say hi, ask a question, share a comment, give an update on your project. It's all good. We want to hear from you. Hey, I got a Effect DAO update. Um, we just we got a proposal running. It's The vote still uh, has six days left, but it's unanimous now, so I'll just post it. Uh, but basically, it's like, so last cycle, we kind of endorsed uh, being more active in the EOS community. And now we're, uh, there, it's basically just a bunch of links and we're doing like explicitly endorsing. So we have, you know, the ENF, we're endor endorsing the EOS Network Foundation and the Pamela Grants and all that. And what I want to do is like add like a tab to our DAO page. So you can just have the links to like, uh, you know, the ENF Discord or the Pamela Telegram EOS support. So those are the the pages we uh, kind of explicitly endorsed and so i think uh kind of make an effort here to make sure we reach out you know to the broader community hey that's great yeah um those are some solid links that you've gathered there for sure definitely great projects uh in the eos community and uh, yeah thank you for sharing that with your effect community Wrap it up early. I'm fine with it. 
I see Aaron Cox is in the house. I'm not sure. Maybe Aaron wants to say something about the Dune update since we didn't get Bucky around. Because I know you might be able to articulate some of the benefits of that. Possibly. Maybe. 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 Or just say hello. uh, Hello. I, uh, I haven't read anything about the new update, so I can't really talk about it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tool primarily for smart contract development, and that's just not an area of focus on our side right now. So we're, we're living in the client world right now and haven't had the time to keep up what's going on on that side. It's a good song, Living in the Client World. Um, <laughs> How's it going in the client world? What's going on? What's the latest? Uh, not as many updates over the past two weeks. It's been a lot of work. Um, to draw analogies, like we're doing kind of the... It's like we're digging a mine shaft right now and we haven't found anything yet. So there's like <laughs> progress being made, but it's all really boring and new show of the project so we're hooking we're getting to the point where we're going to have a user interface so we're excited about that there's just not much to share about it yet nice is this a mine shaft that leads to underground unicove exactly nice sweet did you bring a canary with you of course okay i mean web3 mining is dangerous (laughs) seriously anything could happen um sweet nice to hear you're still still at it not that i haven't got it for a moment but yep i mean when we're quiet it's most likely that we're head deep in code like that i'm i've been listening but you called my name and i just like yanked myself out of trying to figure out a problem (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah now i've i've just set development back by like who knows how long? <laughs> eh, ten minutes. Ten minutes? Okay, that's not too bad. It's not bad. <laughs> well, well, in uh, in central banking news, looks like uh, Bitcoin liked the announcement of the five twenty-five uh, point twenty-five uh, hike, hey, rate hike today. Seems like markets are pumping. Is that what that is? I saw Bitcoin is going straight up, so that's but nice. I didn't know why. Yeah, it went from 23,000 to 23.8 right now. Not bad. In the last hour and a half. I think it was the, maybe it was the fireside chat that did it. Maybe. maybe. More likely. Probably some bit of alpha that got dropped here today. Or it was the Fed. I mean, I guess that's... Let's see.
All right, we wrapping this up. Going once. Going twice. Sold. 20 minutes early. It's All right. one of those Wednesdays. One of those Wednesdays, yeah. <clears throat> All right, everyone. Thanks for joining once again. Thanks for spamming the emojis in the in the chat during the show. We need more. We need more of this for the visuals. Love to see them going. Even even the people with nitro flexing on us, they're invited to do it as well. And uh, yeah, that's going to be it for us today. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, the week after, actually, I'm probably going to be on a vacation, so I'm not going to be the host. We're we're figuring out who's going to be the guest host. Actually, uh, we've got a good uh, we've got a good idea. Um, that person doesn't even know yet, but they may be, may become a, a, a guest host for the fire sign. So you guys will find that out in, uh, in two weeks. But other than that, uh, I guess that's it for us. So I'm going to leave it off with a good old go EOS for everyone in three, two, one, go EOS. Go EOS. Go EOS. Go EOS. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs>